0: everyone, this is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host Monty, here joined by two guests this month, one of them being my precious co-host Ty.
1: Hello. How are you, Ty? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Monty?
0: I'm good. I'm good. It's a Monday. I feel like Garfield. Um... <laughs> would i want a lasagna no but maybe a soup instead (laughs) um anyway we have a a a second guest here kayla hello i'm happy you're
2: back i'm back Hey, i'm back on the podcast that i love i love this podcast hello hello i love this like (laughs) blossoming love for
0: indies that you're having this year it's amazing to see it in real time
2: I know, you guys have turned me into an indie, indie stan. Good. Good.
0: Good. I'm, <laughs> this is the goal. This is the
2: goal for everyone.
1: It's true, <laughs> this is the real gay agenda. I think we said that on an episode of the show before, actually.
2: I think that was the episode that I was on.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> just have to remind everyone every so often that this is the actual goal of this podcast.
1: But to make
0: yeah. you gay and, like, get indie games. <laughs> Both. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, September has been a crazy month. We're only halfway through it. Uh, schools are opening up during the middle of COVID. Um, shit's getting wild in politics. uh world is on fire. It is something. Um, it's not great. Yeah, it's uh, fucking exhausting. But y'all being here with me tonight means a lot and yeah i'm going to i'm going to stop before i start blabbering cuz i tend to do that but yeah um so we all played a really cute fucking great game summer of mara and i i have thoughts good thoughts some okay thoughts but yeah um so the developer publisher of this game was chibi big and we all got codes for it just to as a disclaimer there, because we have to do that in, in this day and age. But um you play. You play as this cute fucking little child. And it is just... It was, it was really nice to have when I was feeling sad. It's just this farming sim. You're going around doing tasks. You talk to these creatures that are really amazingly designed. um, Just kind of... What I would have liked as a kid in like a fantasy summer land, you know something I would kind of make up in a dream, but before i I talk about it, what did you guys think of it?
1: I really liked it too um it's it's cool too, because it has a very like it's like it's very much about like uh environmental preservation and stuff like it's big on talking about you know like um, the character who like mentors you when you start the game, the tutorial is very about like if you take something from the island, you need to give something back like so like the practical example of that is like, okay, if you cut down a tree, you need to plant a new one. Um, and also it's very much like the um, I, I forget her name, but I think it's like Yaya or something. Um, she is very much like be kind to people. But she also knows the difference. Like, there's one where your character asks, like, do I have to be kind to people who are, like, mean? And she's like, there are some people who are mean because they're, like, misguided, and there are some people who are actually just mean. So, like, it does know the difference, which I think is cool. Mm -hmm. And I like that it's not just, like, you have to be nice to everybody. Um, And it is very much, like, no, like, be kind to people, but, like, be kind to people who need it and not, like, shitheads. Mm Mm-hmm. How about you, Kayla?
2: Yeah, no, um, echoing everything that Ty just said, I don't know, I thought this game was really sweet, I, I, y'all know that I love any type of, like, farming type games, and I know that's obviously just, like, a small part, but I don't know, I, I just think it was really sweet and fun, and, um, relaxing, which Mm -hmm. the other game, well, one of the games that I'm gonna review and talk about in a minute um is just something that I needed this month was just to like sit down with the game and relax and not feel really stressed out um so yeah I don't know it was it was just a good time yeah
1: I also like that there's like a little bit of like a plot happening too there's like a mystery kind of deal happening Mm -hmm. um I think that is good
0: mm mm-hmm. I know today, like earlier, we talked about like you finding about like the the pig farming, which is really really great to hear you can feed the pig mm-hmm it's it's very cute um what I really liked about the game, and I think there's like a theme with all the games that I'm gonna be talking about um it's it's really reflective on life and the things you do yeah um, which is should I be doing that now, um when all I have to do is be at home and uh, uh <laughs> have kind of like an existential crisis every day because America's on fire um but surprisingly so, um these games were kind of a good escape on that in a way um Something that also I really liked is just really good representation on like small brown children. Um, this Mm -hmm. would have been fucking sick to have as a kid. Um, this is a game that I'm definitely going to make my sister play. Um, (laughs) because a lot of just, you know, brown children in general in games are kind of from, like, underdeveloped places or, or just, like, fucking rude because, you know, uh, brown people are known to be savages or barbarians or just have no manners in general. Um, so having this and, like, you know in an age where, like, I grew up with, like, Lilo and Stitch, and that only being kind of my representation on little brown children, um, would have been really nice to have. And just kind of going around, like I said earlier, you know, this is kind of like a dream fantasy world that I would have loved to have when, you know, I was a kid. Um, Just going around, meeting these characters, and, like, I don't know what is it with the grass. I was really fucking fixated on the grass. It felt like (laughs) Breath of the Wild. It felt really nice and just really satisfying to walk through. They really did a great job on that. But it was just nice to farm everything and just kind of doing like tasks around town. It was a really nice head game. Um. Yeah, there it's was, really pretty. It is. It is. There was just something that felt empty about it, and I don't know what it was. I don't know. If it was because I wanted something more that I couldn't find in this game, or I maybe could have found in another game. Um, but I still.
1: I know mm-hmm. I, I agree with you because I feel like um, I kind of started feeling that way too, and it's like once you get into like main game part of it, like. After you do like a certain number of tasks, you'll just get a quest that says like something fascinating will happen soon. And like that's basically your cue to go to bed no matter what time it is, because there's like not really anything else for you to do mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. the day. Um, and like it's kind of a bummer because like like I feel like it goes with the game's ethos to a degree, but I'm like, well, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do because like I don't want to be like harvesting all the resources on the island or whatever that seems counterintuitive to how it wants me to be playing but I don't really know what to be doing that's Mm -hmm. you know like I'll pick enough food or whatever to like feed myself for the day but I'm not out here trying to you know like animal crossing it because it just doesn't feel like that's what it wants me to do
2: Mm -hmm. but then
1: there's nothing else to do Mm -hmm. um which I guess is I guess you're just supposed to keep advancing it more for the story stuff, but I don't know. It's kind of funky.
2: Yeah, I I re- I agree. I also was reading um a review earlier um from PC Gamer, and I think this is this is a reason why I thought the game felt empty as well that I didn't notice as I was playing. But like the NPCs don't move around; like they don't walk or anything. Like, I'm let me let me pull it up really quick. It says the NPCs don't walk around, trees don't blow in the breeze, the buildings don't have interiors for me to explore. Like yeah. you know, I think in that sense, I I really felt that the game felt a little bare. Um, but I still just like I don't know, I wasn't I wasn't wanting it to be full and lively, I guess. Um, I thought that it it did what it needed to do and it felt like Like, again, it felt like a chill game. Like, I know that there were a lot of the same repetitive quests of, like, you know, planting things, but like, I enjoyed that. That was like what I wanted to do in my free time. So, I don't know. Yeah. The game was essentially like a nice
0: walk in the park, not like a whole, like, endurance hike sort of thing. And we can find endurance hikes in other games. Um, I
1: think. Yeah. mm -hmm. I think this would be like a really, really great game to, like, introduce a kid to like farming sims
2: Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm.
1: just because like i feel like it's a little bit more guided than like a stardew or something and like it does have a little bit more of a like you know here's stuff that's going on in this world that you're like trying to kind of figure out um because i know like stardew and stuff can get a little grindy sometimes and i feel like that could maybe lose interest Mm -hmm. um and this is not that at least from what i've seen so far um 'Cause I'm still pretty early on. But um, yeah, I think it would be a very good game for like for kids. It's yeah.
0: it's very good at holding your hand and not making you feel overwhelmed, which is something I feel definitely with like Stardew Valley when there's too much shit to do and I don't know what to do and I
2: get lost and then I don't play it uh pick it up and play it again. Stardew Valley is a great like farming sim management game whatever but like really does not give you much like it just throws you in there <laughs> it's just like it's like do what you want to do and like i had to watch so many youtube videos when i first got into stardew because i was like what the fuck am i supposed to do how do i make a good profit then like then i'm like oh people have like wineries and shit like i feel like comparing that to this it's like summer Mars is just like so much it's less obviously in a lot of reasons, but it's like less stress. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's nice just be like, here you go. Do I also this, like my a child. game. You I know? also
1: like a game that's like asking you to think about like, okay, when you cut down a tree, like you are taking something, or like yeah, like I like I like that like, and I mean I don't know how far the messaging goes beyond that because like again I'm still pretty early, but like it seems interesting and not in a way that's like, mystic Indiany, but just like it's like hey like you should be thinking about this and like caring about things this is okay and good probably
0: they do be thinking though it truly truly does feel like that um also to add the game just in itself is very pretty and very cute mm. um it reminds me of something of like a cartoon i watched and i've been trying to pinpoint it I've done many Google searches of just keywords and it still hasn't hit and I still hasn't like haven't seen it. But um it it feels like something you kind of would grow up and watch on Disney. Um it just feels very nice. Um I think it gives me like Wind Waker vibes too. And I don't know,
2: it just makes my heart feel nice. Is the cool... style is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I I agree on that Wind Waker vibe. Just like a pretty Pretty vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean essentially we,
0: we all liked it. There was something missing, but I think we can find that missing piece with other games and I, I hope to see how kind of like what else this uh studio does. Because this is the first time I've ever heard of the studio with playing this game. Mm-hmm. But if they're gonna make nice heartworking like heartwarming games, I, I would like to see more of that from this company.
2: Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah. Alrighty, but yeah, that was a Summer and Mara for us. And this game, I think, is available everywhere. I think it's yeah, it's available everywhere. It's Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam on PC. But yeah, alrighty, let's get into our other list of stuff since I think we have a, a whole bunch of games to talk about. Uh, Kayla, do you want to go first?
2: I would love to go first. I am very excited to talk about. Spirit Fair. It was probably my favorite game that I played this year. Um, so yeah, I played Spirit Fair, which was developed and published by Thunder Lotus Games. Um, I first got to check this game out when I was um, at PAX with Ty.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That was fun. That was a fun time. Oh, Monty, you were at PAX with us too. Yeah, I I I, I don't know if I was there with you guys. No, somewhere. I don't think you were there that day, but anyway, we were all at Pax together. It was a fun time. Um so yeah, I first got to play it. I played the entire demo at Pax and completely fell in love. Signed up immediately. I was like, I need to know when this game comes out. I need to play this game. What's up? So, yeah, it is just a um management sim, I guess. Uh not mm, Basically, you are this main character, Stella. You are, like, in charge of ferrying the deceased around. So you are the spirit fairer. Um, So you have this boat that you're on, and you meet these spirits. And you have to, like, befriend them and get them onto your boat. You build them a house. You basically take care of them, give them the things that they need, and do these little quests for them in order to make them feel comfortable enough to say goodbye basically and pass on um and the spirits are take the form of animals so it's just really cute you can like go up to them besides like feeding them and doing their quests you can also give them a hug when they need it um it's just a very sweet but emotional game like it is very sweet um but there are moments that you read the dialogue and you're learning about the characters um that you're with and you just really feel it and you feel like you're involved with these people and and yeah um there's a really cool mechanic on the boat where you can actually like build up things so like you can build like a little garden or you can build um you have your kitchen where you cook the food or everyone has their own house and you can like move them around and you have to get upgrades um yeah this game was a lot longer than i expected it to be also so i don't know if either of y'all played it at all but it's it's very long (laughs) it's way more than i thought it was gonna be
1: but i also got the sense that it was bigger than i was expecting
2: yeah is it sad it's very sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it's it's sad in a rewarding way. Does that make sense? Like it makes you feel full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like um. I don't know. I I think a lot of people, not just myself, struggle with the idea of death. And um, I think that the game really talks about it in a very emotive way that Tugs on your heartstrings but also just really does it's about like learning how to say goodbye that's really what it is um it's getting to know these people and having that like time spent um with them and doing these things for them and making them happy and until they're finally like all right you know what stella like i think i'm finally ready and you know just pass them off and it's it's a good time. there's puzzles and stuff, and um, you get new kind of skills as you go like jumping higher and things like that. Um, yeah it it's a really great game that I think everybody should play, and it definitely does, like I said, it's longer than I thought it was going to be, so it takes up a lot of time if you really want to get into a game to like dive in and relax but also like feel feel some things, that's Spirit Fair.
0: I like that. I might, I might, play it if I want to feel things. But we'll see. The seasons are changing, and we all know seasonal depression is a very you. Real you thing. also have a cat
2: with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. You That's... can play two
1: player with the cat.
2: Oh yeah. my fucking god! <laughs> and you can give the cat hugs. The cat
1: can also give hugs. <laughs>
2: I'm actually going to be
0: canceling all further appointments with my therapist <laughs> and counting on this cat to save me. This is great. I love this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, who made this game? Thunder Lotus. Cool, cool. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Kayla. That was really beautiful <laughs> and really put together about this game. Ooh, I
2: love that. I loved it a lot. So I hope hope other people loved it. And if you haven't played it yet, I would 100. percent check it out it's on game pass by the way so if you do have game pass there you go um just go download it it's um it's a good time good time that's what we're here for maybe
0: most of the time all right hi what's
1: your game hello uh <laughs> my first game is called nowhere Profit. um and i believe it came out last year on pc but it got ported to switch and a very nice PR person was immediately in my uh, inbox with a code for that. Uh, God bless. Um, and so Nowhere profit is uh, both published and developed by Shark Bomb Studios. And it is a deck builder roguelike type dealio, um, which as we all know, I'm a fan of those. And it's set in the post-apocalypse. It's actually kind of, like, it's a little bit similar to the vibe of um, Signs of the Sojourner, just in that, like, you have this caravan that you're trying to take on a route um, through this, like, post-apocalyptic world, and then you have um, encounters with, like, other people in this world and stuff. And that's where the card system comes into play. Um, But unlike Science of the Sojourner, it's uh, very... The card stuff is all combat as opposed to um, conversational. And the art is fucking sick. Um, I think it's, like, inspired by, like, um, different, like, African and Asian cultures. Um, Let me see. Let me find some art real quick. Because...
0: Like, look at how sick that looks. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That looks really sick. Yo, the fucking beard beads? Hello, the outfits?
1: Yeah, and it's, like, very, like, the the world that you're going through is, like, very, like, arid deserts and cliffs. It's, like, very harsh environments. Um, It's really cool, and so you have all these different, like, um types of characters that you can play. And the whole thing is, like, the your, like, player character is, um, kind of like a Pyre-style prophet, where, like, they're not engaging in the combat directly, but they are kind of orchestrating it. hmm Um, it's really cool. I suck at it, because it's very hard. Um, <laughs> but... Even, like, because I found out about it from uh, Kato from Waypoint, and then when I finally got it, I, like, was tweeting him about it, and he was like, yeah, I'm like, it's fucking hard, dude, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I feel validated. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, But I really, really dig it, and it's nice to just, like, pop in for, like, a run or two every now and again.
0: It looks really cool. I'm, like, looking up, like, videos on it now. It's really, like, neat to see how games kind of, like, especially deck builders, how, like, they make their own worlds with this sort of system. Because when I hear deck builders, I'm like, oh, Hearthstone, I'm very, like, traumatized there have, from
1: it. There have, oh, God, yeah. There have been so many good deck builders this year.
2: <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so good. Didn't... Wait, do you remember the one that I, like... I got an email on our press uh, account and it was one deck builder that was like totally up ties alley that I sent them. Do you remember what it was? Was Which it one? the one with the
1: animals? I think so. Yeah, and I ended up saying no because I just didn't have the time for it. Yeah.
2: There I feel like there just has been like s- too many. There's
1: been so many deck builders. <laughs> yeah, I know
2: this year, year. I played on the beginning
0: of the year a long way down and that one was really fucking yeah. cool. Like
1: between Monty and I, I think we've played almost every Deck Builder that's come out this year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're just apparently magnets for them. It's great. I'm not complaining. These worlds are cool.
1: No, they fucking slap, dude. But yeah, so Nowhere profit owns, um, and I think it's great on Switch. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's also in Game Pass. I downloaded it, and I never played it. Just saying.
1: It, <laughs> it fucking helps.
0: All deck builders, hit up Kayla. We will play them. Oh, um,
2: right. Also, like, can we talk about, I, I know I've talked about this on the last palin Around that we did as a group, but, like, Game Pass is killing it with indies right now. There are so many good ones. So, like, just saying, y'all, download some indie games.
0: I need to get Game Pass. I need to start supporting it. I'm so scared because I never delved into, like, Microsoft Xbox stuff um i'm nervous it's a pretty good deal i think i'm so shy xbox is making
2: me so shy i need to not be shy <laughs> um <laughs> did the Deb- monty's doing the debbie ryan face right now at Microsoft. <laughs> oh, no
0: wait wait i don't know hold on i need to i need to show you the emoji version of this fucking thing you're talking about i'm putting it in the discord <laughs> hold on it's in my head it won't leave and that's it needed to leave. Hold on. What the fuck is our chat? There it is. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, deck builders, please reach out to us. We love you. Even though I used to not, but I've learned to <laughs> please. love. Please. Um, so, a game that I played is on apple arcade we're not surprised and it is called possessions um and this game kind of like played around with optical illusions and uh puzzles but it kind of talked about the experience of life of being uh parents and kind of how you know work isn't everything you you have a whole bunch of things to do you shouldn't make work your life and that's something that I really liked it's possessions could be very important to you and it can make your your life a whole lot better um this game was a really I think this game would be great for everyone just to kind of like have as like kind of like a a time spacer sort of like if you're looking for kind of 30 minutes to an hour or more to waste, Um, you can, but it is also dangerous because you're going to still want to do those uh, puzzles each after that. So I know it's made me late to a couple meetings that I've had before, but um, let me, so Possessions um, is made by Noodlecake, and I don't know if you guys have heard of, I'm trying to think of like other illusion games that. Play with like the space and the puzzle, so basically you have these random floating things in a room, and you see that things in the room are missing pieces. The missing pieces are those random things that are floating in the room, and you have to move the room around to fit those pieces and it just it fucks with you, but it feels so good when you finish it. it makes me feel so smart, and that like my eyes are quick to catch things um. And as it goes, even though it's just a simple puzzle game, there is, like, a heavy plot to it. And it's kind of sad. You see, like, this dad figure kind of ignoring his family. And this mom progressively getting more irritated that, like, you know, things are hard and she has no one to talk to. And this, like, kid kind of having to deal with both uh, parents and their behavior. It's a very um, hard. And again, this is just a simple puzzle game. Um, I just downloaded it cuz honestly the icon looked cute as fuck. It was just a chair with like a shelf and I was like, "Oh, is this one of like these like sim games?" and it wasn't something I expected. But um, I think this game is only available on the App Store. It is worth the download if you have Apple Arcade or if you don't, it's just worth the price that it costs. Um, the music is very relaxing. It's just a nice game. I played it a lot when I was uh, going through my road trip from uh, LA to New York, and it saved me a lot of uh, thinking holes, and yeah, yeah, I just really liked it, it was pretty. Um, Kayla, what's your game?
2: My next game was CrossCode, which I started playing probably like two months ago when it jumped on to Game Pass, mm-hmm. but then I uh stopped playing it and then I went back to it because I it's it's a game that I'm very heavily interested in, but it is something that you'd need to like put in a lot of work on. Um spoiler alert, I have not finished it. Uh so let's just put that out there. But um yeah it is an RPG. It is uh like a 2D 16 bit game. Um, and it is about this, you are playing as this main character, Leah, who I definitely want to cosplay as one day, because she has blue hair, and I have blue hair. Um, (laughs) yeah, and you have no memory, and you, it's, it it gives me, like, ready player one vibes, like, you know, where you are, like, you are playing inside of a video game. Like, you, you, the character... Are playing an MMO, mm-hmm. so oh. you're yeah. So you're doing things in the in this game and playing with other people playing the MMO. But then you log off and you like go to sleep and you dream and things. Um, but yeah, it is a very basic RPG. Um, you they're leveling up and uh, skill trees that unlock. There's a bunch of like dungeons and puzzles. The dungeons are very, again, classic, like, giving me, like, Zelda vibes. Um, but the characters are really cute. Um, as the main character, Leah, you have really no voice. Um, you slowly learn words over time, but it's really just like, hello, yes, no. Like, you you really can't speak. Um, so that's one main part of the game. But also, it's there's no hindrance on that like I feel like a lot of the like I feel very invested in the main character Leah even though like she doesn't have a lot of dialogue because of you I'm not going to spoil the story because it I'm not that deep into it and it's still very confusing even though I've been playing for like 15 hours uh it there's just a lot going on that you're invested in her story and then you also meet other people in the MMO that you want to be friends with and, um, learn more about them, but it's cool. It is a very typical RPG. I know a lot of people like to compare it to like Final Fantasy in that sense. Cause you do, uh, add on other characters to like play with you. Um, and yeah, it's fun. It's on game pass once again. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what else to talk about besides that it it's really pretty um and it definitely does feel like a final fantasy game um but it's nice and there is a lot of like mystery to it um but if you like the kind of themes of you know like ready player one where you are playing within a video game um that's what's going on there and it's
1: pretty cool i like
0: that i'm like looking at it now this character you should definitely fucking cosplay this is just kayla (laughs) <laughs> i
2: love this i like her i love it oh um it, it was developed by radical fish games and published by deck 13 by the way um and i believe it's on everything as well um yeah it's on steam switch playstation and xbox one so uh check it out
0: please please do this looks really cool i love this
2: oh and then um i'm looking at the website too right now and they have the original game soundtrack on here i wonder if it's uh like on spotify or anything um but it's it's a nice very like fantasy-esque um soundtrack so if you like video game music it's nice
0: oh oh that's tempting that's very <laughs> tempting um hmm, i'm thinking about eyes it eyes emoji i know me on spotify right now like looking it up um cool thank you kayla uh yeah Hi, what's uh the next game that you have on the list?
1: Hello. Uh my next game is called There Was the Moon and it is uh by Ben Lapsid and published by Bunzo? Bunzo? I don't know how to say. It. Um, but basically it is a a walking sim, but not in like not in a bad way. Um and it's like it's a first person game. Where you're walking around this like weird building. Um, and you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and it starts out pretty linear, and then like you get into an area where you have to find these little cubes to like help this lady, and um you gotta find all these fucking cubes, and I've only found two. Um it's it's weird. I like it though. It's very pretty. Like, I, the, let me send you all the Steam link because the video of it, I think, does a good job of showing. It's very pretty. Um, and very, like, atmospheric. It definitely feels like you're in a really big, like, empty space. Um, and like you're supposed to do some kind of ceremony or something. Um, but Whoa. I haven't figured it all out yet. This looks but yeah, it's very. Cool. This looks
0: like an art installation. This looks yeah. really cool,
1: and it's in first person too. So like you see it all like this, and it looks very like wild. Um, it's cool. I like it. Um, it's it's a little bit hard for me personally, um, because I'm not very good at puzzles. But I, I really liked the, I, I didn't get to spend a ton, a ton of time with it. And it also didn't help that, again, I'm not super great at puzzles. Um, so I didn't get as far as I would have liked, but it's pretty cool. And I'm probably going to keep messing with it off and off.
2: I'm like tripping out watching this video right now. Right? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it looks so, so cool. This
1: looks very neat. I, I love, uh, I don't know, when it comes to, like, kind of, like, where I
0: interpret it as, like, artsy games, I'm like, hmm, interest is very peaked. this is very
2: neat.
1: Yeah, and I like this one because, like, it is an artsy game, but it does still have a narrative, like, you are this person who was, like, ch- like, the, uh, let me just read the thing, the moon hasn't set in ages, under the eternal night, humanity is forced to choose one of its own to restore natural order jump into this beautiful nightmare, walk its luminous halls, and take part in the ceremony of a lifetime. Um, so you're that person. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and the person that you find is, like, the lady in the wall, basically, who is asking you to find the cubes, is, like, the person who was picked before you, but failed. Um, yeah. It's cool, and it's, like, vaguely creepy. Yeah, does but, it have, like, like
0: in the eeriness throughout the game?
1: a little bit it's just like it's like you can it's, it's mostly eerie that it's so like big and empty and quiet like because it's a huge space but there's just like clearly no other signs of life but like in very specific instances like the person like in the wall talking to you or like the big face that talks to you and like tells you that you need to do shit before you can do the ceremony
0: the um, big face
1: yeah it's literally just a big face Looks Love like it. Tron shit, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool and like just it's like a little teeny bit vaguely spooky. Um, but not like overwhelmingly so. I like it. Yeah, this looks
0: this looks very neat. Hmm. All these games are like quietly like interesting me, but I do not have the fucking time to play all of them. This <laughs> podcast was actually a mistake. Um <laughs> Yeah, but before I have like a full down uh, meltdown, um my last game that I'm gonna be talking about is before I switch up the names, Lullaby of Life. And and do I have it out? Yeah, I do. Uh The Lullaby of Life was a game that I also just liked the icon. It looked like a little elephant. Um but it wasn't an elephant at all basically it kind of talks about the process of life in like a weird germy way um you kind of are this little like germ like life form thing and you're finding stuff that matches up with your uh I guess whatever you are um and you turn into this bigger thing um, and slowly but surely you, you, you take up new forms, you start finding more things that match up with you and it kind of just, again, talks about the process of life. Um, this game is very fun to also get your mind off of stuff. Um, it's something that you can just do a time sink on again if you have some time to like waste here and there. It's, would it be something that I think you should invest in wholly? Perhaps if you just like these really simple games, you don't want anything too story heavy, nothing too harsh on the soundtrack, nothing too much to look at. Um, I think this was a very nice alternative to all that, especially when things are very, very crazy at this time. Um, It's on Apple Arcade. It's only available on Apple Arcade. And it was published by One Simple Games, also developed by it. And I think it came out this year. I might be wrong about But, yeah. If you just want some funky stuff to look at, definitely hit that game up. Um, Kayla, what is your last game?
2: Okay, so I just dived into this game like a few days ago and haven't been able to fully get into it and i think we're gonna actually do um a game gaps on this so i'm not gonna talk about it long but i did start playing paradise killer it is very interesting um if you don't know what it is it is about um this like paradise island and this like other reality um that like consistently has to, like restart itself because the like demons and Shit on the island, just keep fucking it up um and you play as Lady Love dies, who has been exiled off this island for like three million days, and um you are called down to the island after exile because there was a murder um, dear, dear. A very <laughs> murder yeah <laughs> it was very serious murder, and um they want you to figure out who done did it and you got to like explore it's open world um you're running around questioning people and trying to figure out who the killer is but um the reason why i think game gabs is going to be a lot of fun is because i don't think there is one true answer so we should what? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a good time when we really get to like dive more into it and talk about it but um it's pretty cool the characters are all pretty colorful and fun i will say the world being like open world is kind of like a lot like i feel like sometimes i'm just walking around and i'm like i don't want to do this um the demons are cool they're like flicking you off um yeah uh it's fun it's on steam and nintendo switch um it just came out on the 4th, uh, about 10 days ago, so uh, everybody should play it. It's fun. You want to be a, a detective, you know?
1: I'm so excited because I love murder oh. mysteries.
2: Right, right. Uh, it was developed by Kaizen Gameworks and published by Fellow Traveler. Whee! Wee wee. Hell
0: yeah! No, I, I know we got codes for it, and I like saw a bit here and there from people playing it. I honestly don't know what I'm going into. I try not to know too much about it, um, but it looks hell wild. And mm-hmm. cannot wait to wait for one night that I'm just up playing it, and that's where I'll be like my most chaotic, to kind of get into the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I believe those are all the games that we have. Oh, no.
2: I'm Tell an idiot. You. Ty, have, you have no. One you're not. More not. Oh. Take it back right now.
1: Yeah, you're not an idiot. Don't talk about my best friend like that, um, <laughs> bitch. Um. Okay. My last game is called uh, Help Heroes Enhancing Life Program, and it is by Metroixer. Is I think do you say that? I don't know, so I'm sorry if I fucked it up. Uh, but it is like a uh, old Game Boy style um, game. Uh, it looks like, yeah, like like OG, like Pokemon Blue graphics kind of look. Um, but it's black and white. And uh, it is inspired by stuff like uh, My Hero. And uh, I forget what they said some of the other inspirations were. Um, but it is... Really cool, and it digs into, like, a lot of the stuff that I find really interesting about superhero fiction, like, as far as, you know, having people be licensed to do it versus, and then, like, how different, like, managers would deal with this. Because the whole thing is, like, you basically work at an agency that dispatches heroes out to handle situations, and you have a manager above you who, like, sets quotas and stuff for you, and, like they change um and so like you kind of have to deal with different people's management styles and stuff and then like it kind of looks at how like okay what is making this into like a business or like a bureaucracy like what does that mean for the idea of being a hero or whatever um and, like, what do different people's interpretations of heroes look like? Because different managers expect different things and stuff. And even the heroes themselves kind of expect different things. Uh, and it's really good. I really like it a lot. Uh, I want to play more of it. Because, again, I, I I didn't get to finish it. But I did sink a little bit into it. And it's really, really cool and interesting. I'm very intrigued. Uh, and I... Really want to finish it now. I can't wait to hear your end thoughts because I'm looking at this as well,
0: and it looks cool. We just pick just great games each fucking time. Yeah.
1: Well, these (laughs) were these were the nice thing is like at least for me, these were all games that like people came to me with. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah, like help is so cool because it's it's very much like the stuff that I think about a lot with superhero stuff and that like I've written about on the site. Um, but,
0: like, dealing with it in a game, and that's really, really cool. I am I love this. I love this list. I wish I had five of me to play all these games to, like, soup <laughs> up the experiences of all of them. But, um, yeah, this is another banger of a month of great games. I am excited to talk about what we're playing next month because I've been playing a lot of that as well and that wraps up this month's playlist here on indie
2: mixtape kayla where can people best reach you people can reach me on twitter and instagram at oa kayla um i am there tweeting about games and posting memes on my instagram story all the time that are really ridiculous and usually new orleans uh related um you could also um, hit me up with codes for Uppercut if you want us to talk about your game on the podcast. You can email us at press at uppercutcrit.com and I will get back to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Ty,
1: where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at T-U-I underscore g n a r. 8 r
0: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Fried Monty for quality rusty pictures
2: because he's sleeping right now. I took about 20 of them. you telling me a rusty fried this Monty? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
0: god, I hate you so much. Um, (laughs) Indie Mixtape is a product by Uppercut where you can find on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes, and don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons, and we appreciate it so much.
1: Uh, and if you're feeling extra frisky, you can head over to patreon.com/uppercutcrit and throw us a few bucks. Or for several more bucks, you can have your name read on the air, just like this. Uh, shout outs to all of our producers. We love and appreciate you very much. Uh, we have uh, Jordan, Remy, Dale. Chris Egerton, Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, JV Gwaltney, Game Crash, Adept7777, Tyler McCall, Optional Objectives, Michael Diaz Suarez, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eric Jin, Eli Berg Moss, Adrian Arock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Sean Martin, Jesse Peterson, Numer Osman Alameen, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quentin Hoffman, Admiral Mapping, and Mikey Phillips. Thank y'all. So much.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, we'll see you next month. Goodbye. Bye.